Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Day. You may have seen the clip by now of Senator Lydia Thorpe being thrown to the ground by police outside Parliament House in Canberra. She was trying to confront a British anti-transgender campaigner whose tour of Australia has attracted support from neo-Nazis, including at a rally in Melbourne. It's raised concern about the growth of extremist groups in the country. Today, an expert on the far right on what's fueling it. My name is Dr Kaz Ross and I'm an independent researcher into the far right and conspiracies. Kaz, we'll go to the incident with Lydia Thorpe soon, but first let's talk about this protest in Melbourne because it was really disturbing, not something that you would expect to see in a city in Australia. Yes, that's true. I I think that for a lot of people this was a huge shock, what happened on the weekend in Melbourne. But for those of us that have been watching things building up over the last few years, it came as no surprise. We had a global tour of a very provocative activist from the UK. Nobody cares! Nobody cares about your pronouns! And her strategy is to provoke conflict. Right. Who's she? The, her name is Kelly J. Keane. She goes by the name Posey Parker. And she's someone that's um, risen to the top of the trans-exclusionary radical feminist movement. Gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful. But she, she calls herself a woman's rights activist, mm. but no, not a feminist. Why do you stand with Nazis, though? Why don't you Why go you away? No, no, no. I'm not a feminist. I'm not a feminist. Right, so she's not a feminist. She's been touring the country. She's been to Adelaide. She's also been to Hobart. I thought Scotland was bad. This is the worst place I've ever been. And she really caused a stir in Canberra. where the independent senator, Lydia Thorpe, tried to confront her. I went to tell her that they are not welcome together. And I'm pulverised by the police. So what's her objective, this Posey Parker? So her, her main arguments are against trans people, against trans generally, particularly trans women, um, she's particularly concerned over things like trans women in public toilets or changing rooms. And she's extended that out to being anti what she calls grooming, which is uh, children uh, being able to decide their gender, uh, children learning about sexuality and so on. All right, let's go back to this Posey Parker rally in Melbourne. She had around 300 people turn up to it, but there was also hundreds of counter-protesters there who opposed her views and then also these neo-Nazis. 
A group of neo-Nazis joined the Melbourne rally, performing the Nazi salute and spiking violent clashes. So the neo-Nazi group that turned up is Australia's biggest, most organised group, the National Socialist Network. They're led by someone called Thomas Sewell. He's based in Melbourne. They turned up en masse to basically, they say, to protect the women having their rally. But in actual fact, they have also said they turned up to be provocative. For their group, of course they're anti-Semitic, they blame Jews for all problems in the world and they want to eradicate Jews, but they're deeply, deeply homophobic. They're against what they call degeneracy, and so that's anybody that isn't white and in a straight marriage and having children and mm. um, living in a patriarchal kind of lifestyle. Look at the Nazis! Look at the Nazis! And so offensive, Kaz, at one point they stood in a line on the steps of Parliament House and performed the Nazi salute. It's so extreme. Yeah, absolutely. So for them it was a show of force. They turned up, they were all dressed alike, they were masked up and they basically took over the steps of Parliament. Of course, for the people who were holding the rally, for Kelly J and her, her other organisers, they were appalled because they said, well, we didn't invite them, they're not with us, mm. and now our message has been over overwhelmed by their message. And, of course, you know, the standing up and doing um, zig heiling on the steps of Parliament has been condemned, you know, across society and even around the world. Yeah, of course. And the Victorian Premier, Dan Andrews, he came out really strongly against this. That rally was a nasty, hateful event long before anyone offered up the Nazi salute. Making the point that the government will always support trans citizens. Anthony Albanese, he's also condemned this behaviour. And Peter Dutton, he tried to introduce legislation to amend the criminal code, although that failed because it was argued there just wasn't enough time to consider it properly. I would support any legislation in this parliament that you choose to move to, Minister to make illegal in our country the display of any aspect of Nazi glorification. We've spoken to you before about this spread of far-right extremism in Australia, and we saw another clash outside a Sydney church a few days ago. Just explain what that was about and what else have we seen? Are we seeing more and more of this? Yeah, so one thing that's happened during the pandemic is a number of different groups have suddenly all joined up and found that they have some common themes. So all of these groups have coalesced around this concept of uh, gay people, trans people in particular, but gay people are groomers, they're preying on children, they're doing drag story time hour, and the children are at great risk. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. So what we saw in Sydney was basically a group, Christian Lives Matter, calling uh, Christians to protect a prayer service at a church 
because a small group of people, trans rights activists, were planning to go to the church and protest Mark Latham giving a speech about religion. And what we saw was really sickening and really shocking. A group of maybe 12 people were huddled between two parked cars with police trying to protect them. Uh, don't, come, don't come any further. Can you just move back for me, please? As a few hundred men tried to bash them, uh, swore at them, abused them, tried to hit them. Yes, they are. They deserve to cop it, but that's enough. And so this is the problem with people like Kelly J, is that her speech, she says she's just speaking about women, but actually she's accusing trans people of being pedophile groomers and that kind of language leads to this kind of violence on the street. Yeah, it's really horrible. Let's go back to this issue of these neo-Nazis and the Nazi salute they were using because the Victorian government, it wants to crack down on that. I would have thought that would have been illegal already, quite frankly, but it's not. They weren't arrested after it. So what can the government do? Can it stop or make it illegal for these people to act in this way? So often people think about this in a free speech kind of framework, but I suggest there's a different way of thinking about it. If you think about why Nazis use swastikas, why they use the Roman salute, it's to make their targets feel afraid. So I think that it's important that all the states have been grappling with how to deal with Nazi symbols being used in this way. And that's why the swastika ban's coming in in, in most states. Unfortunately, in Victoria, the swastika was banned but with some caveats on it. So, for example, tattoos have been exempted, which means that Nazis can go to the beach, take off their shirts. They've got massive swastika tattoos on their chests. That's not illegal. And by only banning the swastika, then you miss all the other symbols that they use as well. And that includes the Roman salute. So somewhere like Tasmania has got proposed legislation which says Nazi symbols used with a Nazi intent come under the legislation and and people can be charged for using it. And I think that's really important. Mm. The federal government, it has identified violent extremism as a real threat to our security. We saw a terrible killing of those police officers in rural Queensland in December that was deemed an act of domestic terrorism. So are we, I mean, I know we always come back to this, but are we doing enough to actually counter it? I think there's an, a, number, a number of initiatives which will help. The National Gun Register will definitely help um, in terms of, in the case of the Queensland uh, family that did the shooting. It's hard to even know whether these groups are expanding in membership. They're certainly becoming bolder and acting in, in public. I think that there is a movement in Australia, there are extremists, there are individuals that pop up that may not even be joining into a group that are inspired by the groups. And we also know that some neo-Nazis are connected to terrorist groups overseas. Some of them are in the army, that's been revealed in the last week or so, and some of them are seeking to fight overseas. It is a concern and it's something that we as a community need to be onto. We can't just leave it to police to deal with. We need to be watching out, we need to be keeping our community safe as well. Dr Kaz Ross is an independent researcher into the far right and conspiracies. 
The Australian Federal Police says the interaction between officers and protesters at Posey Parker's rally in Canberra will be referred to the Professional Standards Committee. The Victorian Premier, Dan Andrews, has vowed to enact legislation to ban the Nazi salute, while Tasmania and New South Wales are also considering a change to laws. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield and Sam Dunn, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. Over the weekend, catch This Week with David Lipson, where he'll be looking at what to expect from this weekend's New South Wales election. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again on Monday. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.